to the How Not to Screw Up Your Kids podcast, the bucket emptying episodes. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Han, psychologist and parenting expert. And in this episode, I'm answering a listener question that goes along the lines of eight-year-old child admits that they've seen pornography on a friend's digital device. Parent doesn't know how to respond, so sort of brushes it off. And on reflection is thinking, eek, maybe I should have said something. Now, this is a really relevant question, I think, for for so many, because the idea of our children, our eight-year-olds, or our young children watching pornography, often fills us with a huge amount of dread. And so it's one of those things that we don't really know how to react. And probably, if we could put off the conversation, we typically would. And that really isn't the best way to go about it. So I say this with love for this particular listener is that you need to go back and have that conversation. So let's just get a bit of context before I go into what I think you ought to be doing and the reasoning why. The data shows that 50% of children will have viewed pornography online before they leave primary school. So just take a moment to digest that. Half of children before the age of 11 will have seen pornography online. Now, they may not necessarily have actively sought it out, or they may have done, but however that they kind of come about to viewing it, they are going to have viewed it. And so as parents, if we don't have those conversations with them, if we don't speak to them, and in ideal perspective is speak to them in anticipation of when, it's not if, it's going to be a matter of when our children see pornography online. It's really crucial to do that because otherwise what happens is we've got really young children who are ill-equipped for what they might see. So that's kind of the context and the, the reason why I think it's really important that we have those conversations. So if I answer the specific question and then I'm just going to broaden it a little bit. So the specific question is, yes, you should have had a conversation with your eight-year-old about it, but it is not too late. So what you need to do is go back to them Now, I'm making up this name. It didn't come in with a question, but let's say it's Fred. Fred, you know, you said to me the other day that you'd seen something online on um, your friend David's digital device. And at the time, I didn't really kind of respond to it. But I think it's really important that we have a bit of a conversation around it. And, And then you're going back to it around what you want to kind of do is you want to normalize the idea that they are going to see imagery online so that's about as much of the normalizing that you want to that you want to do because the reality is the pornography that our children are going to be viewing online and actually just online pornography in itself is that it is often non-consensual it is often violent and it is often i'm sorry to say anal. I'm not trying to kind of be shocking, but I'm trying to be honest with you. If you can imagine an eight-year-old and how they're processing that information and what they're then using that sort of using that knowledge of that information, that's kind of forming their basis and their knowledge of what sex is. And clearly it is not, it is not that. So it's really important that we that you go back and have that conversation with your eight-year-old, that you ask them about what they've seen, how they feel about it, and then talk much more from the framing of what consensual sex actually is. It's something that is pleasurable between two people, two people who have made a conscious decision that they are going to engage in in this sexual act and what that looks like. That's kind of the broad framing, but I want to sort of 
sort of dig deeper a little bit with some of this because what's in, what's kind of important that we're we're trying to do is we're trying to equip our children remember we're always working with the end in mind we're trying to prepare them to be resilient adults to understand the nature of sex the nature of relationships as and when sex then takes place and so this notion that as parents of having the kind of the big conversation I don't know if you had it I never had that big conversation with my parents my parents my never my mother never had that conversation what I found out about sex periods and all the rest of it actually came from my friends because what often happens is as parents we find that whole subject matter a bit icky we find we're a bit embarrassed about it, we're a bit shameful with it. And so we sort of put it off, put it off, put it off, which is why we don't have these conversations with our primary school children, because we just find it difficult and we genuinely believe that our children are not going to be exposed to this material. But if your child is online in any format, they are likely to stumble upon it so it is important that we have those conversations and the conversations should almost be a drip feeding a little bit of information allow them to process it come away from it digest it and for them to then ask questions and if they don't ask questions for us to then move it on a little bit you know we talked about what consent is what that looks like you know have you thought about it have you got any questions What that means in practice is, whilst we talked about it in sex, what consent also means is when I tickle you and you say stop tickling, consent means that I have to honour your wish for me to stop and I stop. So we've got to sort of think broader about this idea about consent as well as those conversations around sex, drugs and rock and roll. So that's the first thing is that we we need to make sure that we have these conversations and that we don't make them these big sit down conversations, but much more a natural part of conversation. Things that we just talk about ordinarily and normally because it's a sex is a natural, normal, pleasurable, enjoyable thing that is part of the kind of, kind of human experience. We want our children to understand that there's it's perfectly normal. But there are certain things that we want to make sure that they understand before they begin to engage in that. And also, we want to make sure that they understand that should they view pornography online, that it's okay for them to maybe find that particularly pleasurable. Uh, And that again, because that's a normal thing, that isn't something they should be ashamed or embarrassed about. But that they can also come and ask us questions. They can talk to us about it any kind of questions that they have about that. The last thing we want is for a child to be in a room, in a bedroom, having viewed something that they feel embarrassed and ashamed about, feeling physical sensations in their body, which they think are wrong. And what then happens is they internalise it, they keep it to themselves, and then they don't discuss it. So we've got to kind of make sure that we normalise that. Now, how do we tackle that? when we genuinely feel icky about it, when we genuinely don't really quite know where to start with it. So I think the first thing to do, if nothing else, is just to acknowledge that it feels a bit of an awkward, icky, difficult subject to start. And if you're in a fortunate position that you are co-parenting and you're living together and you're co-parenting from that perspective amicably, then practice having that beginning that conversation just those quite often it's just those first words about how we kind of have those conversations practice it with each other have you know beginning to start that play to your strengths between the two of you as to whether one of you feels more confident to 
kind of begin that discussion and set the scene and maybe the other one is then happy to kind of take the questions that that your child might then have and then and then take that through or it may be that you kind of do a slight a slight tag team but it's really important to get over our ickiness so that when we have that conversation it's not about us having a polished clear scripted conversation but it's just that we don't fall over ourselves and then back ourselves away from having that conversation each time because we just can't kind of initiate it and we feel really we find that difficult so I think it's really important that we kind of practice that just be aware that it's an age and stage the conversation that you have will be appropriate for where your child is at in terms of their language their understanding that's what we want to do and you might want to start it on that basis of now that you're old enough to have a digital device the internet is an incredibly exciting place where you can find you know, you can meet your friends, you can have conversations, you can play games. There are also some things that you may stumble upon in the process of watching the videos that you watch on YouTube or um, the games that you play that it's really important that we just have a conversation of some of the things that you might see that might make you feel a bit uncomfortable, you might not be particularly familiar with and not seen before and what that might mean. So you're kind of introducing things in a really gentle way so that our children know what to expect because being forewarned is being forearmed. If they know in advance, if they're aware, ah, okay, this is what my parents said I might see. Yes, there may still be that shock factor and that, oh my goodness me, reaction, but it's much less amplified than this imagery that then appears to them that they really don't know how to process. So I hope that that is helpful in answering that as always please do email in contact at dr mary han because i'm really happy to elaborate on any aspect of this if you've sat and processed it now and you're thinking oh goodness me hadn't even thought about that but what in what happens in this case can you help me with this so do please contact and let me know how you get on as ever if you have enjoyed this episode i would be eternally grateful if you could follow rate and review this podcast so that others can find us and we can spread the love. So until next time, 